sugar daddies are. I wanna see, wanna see them spending, spending their money on. What's that word again? Me. Welcome to Gay Talk 2.0, the ultimate podcast for your dose of dish. Good evening. Oh, no, I'm kidding. Uh, that, that would have been the, the Halloween <laughs> crazy, you know, blah, 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 crazy, blah, crazy. Blah, blah. But anyway, ladies and gents, welcome back to another episode of Gay Talk 2.0, an LGBT podcast. We are streaming live on our YouTube channel for all of our Patreon subscribers so that you can see us live and in color. My name is Tom and I'm your host. And as always, I'm in the studio with my amazing co-host, starting with the first one. Hey, y'all. Nick or Trish. And Jay Bear, a.k.a. your boyfriend's boyfriend. And welcome you all back to The Dish. I'm excited. Uh, today's going to be an all-dish episode, so all you get is just us. And um, thank you, Nick. For I appreciate, what? I appreciate it. Uh, for because you know it's, they can it's, never get enough of us. It, it, it's stressful. I know <laughs> it's stressful having guests on the show lately for you. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, I'd be going through it. It's oh, yeah. just you know, like it's been fine, and then now lately it's like not okay. What are you doing over there? I was looking at something I shouldn't be looking at. Pornhub. Oh. No, it was like a sexy video of like a guy. Have you seen those things where like people are like getting dressed and they start in their underwear? Yes. And then they have like this really cute outfit on. Yes. So like I'm obsessed with them lately. And then you take it all off. Do they take it all off or no? No. No, they just but start. Oh, why the hell am I going to watch they, that? They tend to do a lot of these videos where, you know, as they're putting their jeans up, their bulge kind of gets in the way. Yeah. Oh. Yeah. And Nick's like, oh, yeah. drooling all over his new laptop. That's crazy. Speaking of new laptops. <laughs> yeah. My dinosaur is just fine. His dinosaur My takes original like hours. Airbook. So <laughs> I think this is the first Airbook that came out. The MacBook Air. Yeah. So Airbook, just MacBook. to give you a little bit of backstory. So typically, like we'll get here, I'll get here, and I'll start setting up and doing things like around three p.m. And the show typically goes live at six, except today because we were like, you know what, we're all here. We don't have a guest. Let's just go for it. And um, so this one comes in. And he comes in like an hour and a half before the show. And then he's like, I got to run downstairs and turn my dinosaur on so it can catch up with us yeah, by the time we start the up. show. Yeah. It's got to warm up. I make updates. They don't come in until the next day. You know? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so, um, so, yeah. So, we're going to have a quick roundtable just to talk a little bit about, you know, what we've all been up to. Um, um, I, I suppose I will start. So, two things. I have a Jaybird. So I have a J-Bear haircut now. I don't know if you all noticed. I, I shaved it all Some off. changes. And, um, and I'm the last one standing. And apparently... Oh, we'll get to you She's eventually. nasty. Uh, yeah, uh, I'll shave it all off. That's never going to happen. I'll shave your booty hole. Put, put we'll na- start there. Put some nair in her, her shampoo. Her booty bone. hole is fine. <laughs> Meat minced. Yeah, but not hairy. No, but that's okay. There's always that one little straggler that you have to like worry about. Yeah, no, I got like a bleach kit at Pride. Yeah, so. that's the, <laughs> that's the one hair that gets stuck in between somebody's teeth when they're eating you out. It's the annoying little fucker that you just have to pluck out. Um, I don't think I have that problem. <laughs> yeah. 
Well, and why I, are you flossing down there? And <laughs> I, I, I don't want to find out. I'm just saying I don't want to find out. Um, but no, so I, um, so I, I hurt myself. I, I, I got a little boo boo. So for those who are watching, um, she got I was, fresh. I did. I was moving all Astro of my. Um, <laughs> That's what I was stroking too hard. <laughs> yeah, Astro Glide incident. <laughs> he is ambidextrous. Yeah. Ambidextrous. I am. Yes. Yeah. yeah, she is. Um, no, I was moving all of my planters inside. I have a whole bunch of hibiscus trees. Thank you, Nick. Um, I have three of them that I had to bring indoors before it got really cold because we're expecting our temperatures to drop to like 32 degrees tonight on November 1st. Thanks, Mother Nature. And um, as a result, um, one of the planters was a little moist. I moist. hate that word. I know. And it slipped and I didn't want it to hit the concrete and burst. So I put my hand under it and Lord have mercy. I screamed so loud that I think my entire neighborhood heard me. So <laughs> they were um, all in their houses like, oh, the homos. Something's going on with the homo. <laughs> the homos, she's getting it. Get it, Tom. <laughs> she, she's having a moment. So anyway, I couldn't comb my hair. So I shaved it all off. <laughs> That's not why you shaved it off. I did. I, did. I was hairy That's as fuck. That's what she's claiming. She's I, I couldn't put my gel I thought, in. I thought you shaved it off because you were like, okay, you know, my receding hairline is happening. Well, that, I mean, you can't deny that, but no, either but way. No, what did I say to you when you did it? I said, you look younger. Yeah, you look like you look 500 good. 500 years younger. I was, she's lying I to me. I did not say 500 years. I, years? Said you, I said, you look younger. It well, looks good on you. Why, thank you, baby. I love you. No, but I, I miss my hair. I'm used to having hair and I can't do anything with it. So fuck it. You know. It's been liberating. So the well, other, I mean, you could take some Jay's beard, Jay's beard. <laughs> hair transplant. So the cool Girl, thing is, I can do this with my headset yeah. now. I can just glide it on my head. Get and up it, and go. Get up and go. Oh my god! Oh my yes. god. Get up. And I could go. never imagine. That is so. I have to blow dry my hair. See, it's like a, it's like a process. Uh, well, let, let me tell. You, when I was younger, definitely, I had a hairstylist. I would see weekly. I was fifteen, sixteen. My hair was down to my ass cheeks. Like I had really long hair. I did too. And and my and my uh, hairstylist at the time I was living in New York City, so my hairstylist Frankie, God rest his soul, the sweetest guy. That he was like the, my first interaction with an actual gay gay person, and he used to be like, "Do not cut this hair. You come and see me. You have any issues?" Did he pull like, on it? No, he took care of me. Like he made sure my hair. I have women that's. I mean. Teachers at school that were pissed that my hair looked so good. He used to take care of me. Jelly, jelly. Jelly, jelly. He, yeah. he used to take, and then I cut it all off like a moron. Eh, you look good. Yeah, I do. <laughs> yeah. Let's be modest. No. We're like twins now. We're like, like twins. Twinsing. I walked into the office and people were like, <laughs> Tommy. <laughs> yeah, you sent me a photo, but when I walked in today, I was still like, what? Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, when you first see it, I actually I work. I walked by an office. He was uh, doing training yesterday, mm -hmm. and I walked by the office, and I came back, and I was like, "Who the hell is this guy?" And then and I was like, "Oh shit, Tommy shaved." I forgot it was him. <laughs> I did a thing. Yeah, I did a thing. Did a yeah, thing. I did a thing. Uh, no, but but you know it happened. So it, you know, I'm I'm open to criticism. 
I'm open to, you know, fluff me up, fill me, fill, make my head feel big, you know, tell me I look good. I love all that shit. So um, are you open to criticism or are you open to both criticism and compliments? And, and compliments, both. Hmm. From our listeners. You, on the other hand, no, you tend to be vicious, so you cannot. I'm not vicious. I'm nice. <laughs> no, she's been nice to me. She nothing but nice things to say. Although now I'm questioning whether they're true. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So I have a question for you guys. Uh oh. Which is yes. the hardest for you to say? A. I apologize. B. I need help. C. I love you. Or D. I was wrong. Um. I have two for you. I'm not sure about you. For me, I apologize is very hard. Very hard because I'm seldom wrong. Yeah, so A and D for Tom. Mm. <laughs> I don't, uh, and I have a backbone. I do shit yeah. on purpose. So I have I, nothing to apologize I don't, for. Yeah, I don't always apologize, but I have in case, in some, some instances. I think growing, you know, having kids sometimes you kind of have to. Think think as think of it as a life lesson sometimes mm-hmm. and and if like if for instance if I say I told you to do this and you didn't and they actually did and they're like I did you just never checked and I'll be like you know what I apologize I was wrong I assumed you didn't do it because normally they don't he uses <laughs> you know what I mean both. but it, yeah. it happens but uh, I think it's harder with certain people sometimes what about you Mustang since you asked the question yeah. Uh, I think honestly, I um, <laughs> when it comes to an actual apology, mm-hmm. like when I know I was wrong, but I was so adamant or pissed off, <laughs> that is probably the hardest. The hardest for me, yeah. Yeah, I think I listen. Apologizing is probably the hardest thing for anyone, right? Especially like when you're in a fight with somebody, like. For example, my hairdresser. We all know who she is. Oh, like when we fight, God. apologizing is like the hardest thing I have to do. But you do it. But you do it. Eventually. Does she like <laughs> does she like relish in that kind of shit? Because you know, I, I relish in that shit. Oh, oh you you what? You're, okay, come again, Sister Kate? Not really, no. I don't think so. Mm. I think I think yeah, I don't know. So why the question? Where did that come from? I don't know. It popped up in my feed. Yeah. Oh, See, I, okay. I gotcha. love you was not something that I said a lot, or that I said at all growing up. Right. I think when I when I was in my mid thirties, and I, which is weird. Um, like growing up in New York City, the way I grew up, uh, this the area I grew up in, I experienced a lot of loss. Mm-hmm. Um, growing up, especially friends, uh, stuff like that. But I still never, you know, jump to the I love yous, you know. Uh, as I got older, yes, uh, certain friendships, definitely. I'll, if I tell you I love you, it's genuine. I mean it. It's not something that I just would normally say, but it's become easier mm-hmm. to say it to the people that I really admire and love. Right. You know well, what I mean? I also think it's, so, there's there's a difference too, right? So, like, I think... For the longest time, people, or at least in our gener, my generation, I don't know about your generation. 
<laughs> Joking. Oh, <boy. laughs> I love you guys. Um, but like, we were taught that like, I love you was so like, you, life? You, you held it so close to your heart. You know, it was like yeah. family and the person that you met. Yeah. But in reality, especially I think with the gay community that um, I think I love you comes out of my mouth so often because there are so many people that have impacted my life that I am 100% okay with saying I love you, but I love you doesn't necessarily mean I'm in love with you. Well, th- yeah. there's clearly a difference, but also you have to remember too that because we are part of the gay community, for us, you know, um, we, we have a chosen family. We have chosen to allow the people that that are in our lives be a part of our lives. So for us, it, it's easy to to look at a friend and say, "Hey, man, I love you, man. I, you know, mm-hmm. thank you for being a friend. I love you." And when thank we're hanging out, friend, travel down the road and back <laughs> again. <laughs> I want to so be I, I think it, yeah, I think, it, <laughs> I think it depends. Yeah. Um, you know who who you're talking to or who you're. With I know a lot of times we we necessarily don't like when I talk to my best friend uh, Tony. Every time we talk, it's like, all right, talk to you later, love you, bye. Right, and, I and, love you too. <laughs> yeah, and it's, um, it's always you know. It's oh, just, honey, we love you too. <laughs> <we> love, <laughs> mm. So you know, it's it it depends. She's on She's munching person, on her right? fingers over here. Uh, yeah, she's over there. Um, <laughs> <laughs> anywho. Um, but you know, it it just it depends on the person. Mm-hmm. And yes, I I I've noticed that I do say it a lot more often, um, even to a lot of my hetero friends that are married right. that I've known for years. And I think sometimes people get caught off guard. And my friends are starting to, I think now that they're getting a little older, they're realizing and catch, like, you know, I have a lot of friends that I grew up with, mm-hmm. and uh, you know, I'll talk to them, and be like, all right, man, take care, nice catching up, love you guys, you know, or I love yeah. you, take care. And and now I've I've caught on to a couple of people now are like yeah love you too man thanks, you know like yeah. normally it would be like like an awkward goodbye right mm-hmm. because I would always say love you bye you know and they're like I think it just would just catch them off guard right you know it's funny because <laughs> um so our good friend Steve which one uh Deli oh Stilato, Deli Steve yeah. yes Stilato's Deli I'll never forget <laughs> the first time I said it to him and like it was a joke. I was on the phone. I was hanging up with him. Uh, I was ordering something for work, and I was like, "All right, bye, love you." And he's like, "Love you too." And I was like, "What?" <laughs> <laughs> and he was like, "You motherfucker!" <laughs> like scared it was the like shit natural, out of him. Natural right. reaction yeah. to say it back. And so now I always say it to him, and he mainly says it back. But it's just like I do love him. I love the guy. But like it was just so funny when he said it. He's like, "You motherfucker!" <laughs> no, but, but you know the interesting is the interesting. Thing thing about you know the i love you uh is the fact that you know when we're growing up you know we know that we grew up with love at least i would like to think that most of us grew up with love right um depending on the situation um but you haven't truly as a young person experienced love right and you go out into the world um and for you it's a little awkward when you start saying hey i love you right yeah like it was awkward for me for a very long time. And it wasn't until I started experiencing relationships and truly diving into my, my inner feelings and emotions that, um, you know, that I started saying it. I didn't start saying I love you to people until like, I was like in my mid twenties, I was like, I don't know you. I don't know about love, you know, it's, and, and it wasn't until I was heartbroken that I truly appreciated what love was from many different aspects. Yeah. 
Right. Um, and so I think that's also part of the process too. Like, you know, not only are we growing up not truly knowing what love is, or at least not recognizing it, we also have to think about all the different ways that we receive love, right? And and that we experience it. And for us, you know, that added layer of chosen family, um, which really puts, you know, I don't know, for me, it just puts so many barriers sometimes when you're trying to be authentic or try to be genuine with people and your experiences just don't let you. Yeah. I think for me, it happened really young. Uh, I mean, Matt and I... So when I started saying it, I think more often was after Matt passed away. And I think, you know, Matt and I said it a couple times to one another. Um, but it wasn't like every time I hung up the phone, I was like, I love you, babe, or anything like that. But when he passed away, I was like, holy fuck. Like, I really loved this person. And I think that it kind of redefined what love actually was to me. Right. Yeah. And then that you realize that there are certain people in your life where you feel that deeply for. and no matter what, like you're going to say it. Yeah, and, and there's a lot of casual ways of saying, you know, like love you. Like you mentioned love you earlier. Like there's yeah. a couple of people at the bar to say it to me. And I'm like, no, bitch, I don't even know you. Yeah. Like, I say that a lot. Yeah. I was like, okay. <laughs> I'm, a, I'm a pass. I'm a pass. Yeah. Hard pass. Okay. Ditto. Ditto. <laughs> right. Right. But thanks, yeah. man. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> thanks, dude. No, but you know, it's, and again, it, I think it depends on the person and how they feel toward you, right? Right. Um, but it can also, you could say it so many times that at some point it just kind of becomes part of what you normally say. Mm-hmm. Right. Um, Sometimes it's like a catchphrase, right? Yeah, like a catchphrase. Like, hey. Right? Yeah, yeah. Love hey, you, girl. girl. Hey, yeah. girl. Yeah, love you, girl. Yeah, you know? it feels weird when I hang up with either like my <clears throat> brother, my mom, my sister, or my dad, and I don't, the last thing is, and I love you. Yeah. You know right. what I mean? Like that yeah. feels weird to me. Right. Yep. I get it. I get it. And you know, the, the other, the other dynamic too is like, you know, we are, it's November 1st. So Halloween is officially over and we are transitioning now into what I would like to think would be my gay ish uh, holiday season. Right. And, and you start getting yourself prepared for family, right? And Mariah re-engaging with, and, 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 right? And She's Mariah Carey's going to be on every freaking radio station with you know all I want for Christmas is you. And Cher's coming out with the Christmas album, of course. And um, and so you know you start thinking about you know um those relationships, those awkward moments and relationships in family. Now that you know we're going to start traveling, for example, for Thanksgiving, or you know when Christmas is approaching, or you know, could be Hanukkah or any other holiday that people celebrate. When you start coming into your close circle of people, it's like you start thinking about, okay, like who am I going to deal with? What am I not going to deal with? Who am I going to tell off when they go off on the dinner table and start talking, you know, hateful shit, Mm -hmm. you know, like, like depending on where you go. For example, if you go visit Florida, who's going to be talking about Ron DeSantis at the table and who am I going to need to cut? Oh, yeah. No, we don't talk about that anymore. Right? Because, I mean, it, it could get very crazy. Yeah. Um, but there is also a sense of of weirdness that comes with the I love yous during the holiday season. And I don't think a lot of people recognize that um, because of all the other awkward, you know, um, feeders to, to feelings and emotions and, and settings that people find themselves in. Um, and also the but traumas I, that you have to like relive as you're visiting home again with certain people and family members. It's it can get pretty crazy. Yeah, and I think that was that was more prevalent 
within the Gen Xers, right? Uh, growing up, because I see now that a lot of the younger people just it just doesn't work. You know what I mean? Right. They're they're like no, like I'm I don't want to go. Why? So and so is going to be there, and I I don't have to make myself feel uncomfortable right. to please the rest of the family. I've seen a lot of that as well. So right. a lot of the younger generation is kind of breaking out of those norms that we kind of. You know, oh, we growing, have to yeah, go. Yeah, we have to go. Mom, you know, mom's going to be there. She's going to make me feel like shit. And then you get that guilt trip. Mm-hmm. And you have to show up even though, you know, right. so-and-so was there that tried to touch your ass when you were a kid. And, you know, that uncle or that weird aunt or that. It's just nonsense that happens that we tend to push aside for the sake of family. Yeah, that, like that that it, weird interaction with yeah, the that uncle weird, that yeah. like you walk in, I was like, like you dude, know he's man, a pedo. I haven't seen you in forever, yeah. man. Man, you got fat. Yeah. You know, you should come around more often. I love Guys, you. I'm you know, an uncle now, and that's hurtful. <laughs> Listen, it happens. Oh, it, I know. <laughs> no, no, I'm not. Come ta- on. Oh, she's nasty. I'm she not talking it. about. But you, I'm just, just talking yeah, about how generations change. How man. insensitive. Yes. Our family members can be during the holidays, not realizing how much trauma that can cause. Well, I also think it's interesting too, right? Like how much you have to mentally prepare. Like, yes. there are certain people in my family that are like, "Oh, Aunt Barbara's going to be there." Okay, so this is what I'm going to expect, <laughs> yeah. right? Or uh, I have to tone this down because she's going to question it. Oh, that's right? not well, happening not, anymore. Not, not, not that with her, but like, <laughs> but maybe like on my mom's side, like my 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 grandmother on my mom's side. Um, who I, I love her, but like at the same time, like she's so religious. She blocked me on Facebook because I posted a photo of me and Matt kissing like for years. I haven't seen a, a photo of you and Matt kissing ever. Really? No. I think I'm going to, I'm going to go search for it now. But, but that's the, yeah. But like things that's like that. Uh, and I'm like, okay, yeah. all right. That's the upbringing. And now, yeah. but honestly though, it's gotten to the point where I, I, I'm of the generation where I'm like, no, I'm going to go. And I'll be like, no. Yeah, yeah. She's a homo. Yeah, exactly. You know? A big homo. And by the way, this is so-and-so. Yeah. <laughs> See, like, like for example, myself, you know, I, I identify bisexual. I, I mean, I, I don't go around telling everybody I'm bisexual, you know? Right. I, the way I grew up, it's my business. If I feel like sharing, I'll share. Right. If you have a question, ask. I'll, I'll answer, you know, truthfully. Um, but I've never been the one to, you know... Be like, no, I'm buying. This is, you know, this is why this can't. Be. I just, right. My granddaughter, on the other hand, is totally the opposite. You know what I mean? Mm. <clears throat> so she's constantly identifying, and she'll be talking with her friends, and she's like, "Yeah, my grandpa's gay, and you know, is bisexual too." And and I'm like, Kylie, stop telling everybody my business. Right. But she doesn't see it that way. You know right. what I mean? So because to she me, grew up like, in a different generation. Yeah, she grew and up with, us, with we're different. We're very free at home. Right. You know, we're not. I don't. I don't. Tell her, don't do this if you're identifying, you know, identify how you want. If mm-hmm. that's the way you choose to be, that's fine with me. Right. There's no judgment here, but I grew up differently. So to me, it's like I, I'll share with people I want to share with. Right. Not, unfortunately, in this day and time, you can't share with everybody. Right. But do you, find, do you find your experiences a little different because people know you're married and you're in a, in a heterosexual relationship? Everybody assumes I'm... You know, having sex with three or four other people on the side. Bullshit, why not? Well, if you're going to assume it, let's make that shit happen. <laughs> let's make that shit happen. I, I don't want you to be a liar. 
<laughs> no. But, yeah, like seriously, if you're accusing but, me of something, yeah, then our liability. Yes. Mm. No, but I'm you know that's you. that's the way it is. You know, if you identify, especially with certain people, they're automatically going to assume. And then I think what my main issue is, you know, they won't question me. They'll they'll ask the missus. Oh, so how do you feel about this? You know. Yeah. It's like yo, I'm right here, dude. Yeah, we're married. We're we're a couple, and if if she's the one I chose to be with, that's why I'm with. Doesn't mean that I'm gonna be running around with every Tom, Dick, and Harry that shows up at the front door that identifies. But <laughs> mm-hmm. I love the looks. No, but but I, I I will tell you though. So so now that we've thrown all of that on the table, so compared to today, comparing today to let's say 15 years ago. Uh, would you say that you would have more anxiety today going to visit family than you did 15 years ago or vice versa? Mm. Uh, I don't, mm, that's hard. So I would have been what? 25, mm-hmm. 26. Anna, 20. No, I would have been 20. So yeah, no. Gorilla. Yeah, one yes. Yeah, that would be just like when Matt passed away. Right. Um I was that was when my parents were still coming to terms with everything. Yeah, no. Yeah, it would have been much <laughs> yes, no. Yeah. Much harder. Hot mess. Yeah. yeah. For me, for me, you know, like um my relationship with my biological father was very complicated and always was. And so for me, for many years, I avoided going to my family's house to avoid seeing him, right? Because I knew he would be there. And so that caused a lot of rift with my, uh, with my father's side of the family because they would want to spend time with me, want to be with me, but I didn't want to be with them because that means that I need to be forced to be with him. I remember one Thanksgiving, and it was when I was dating Matt. Right. Like, we were, like, full-on, like, this is it, right? And I was going down to Florida for Thanksgiving. My brother was coming down. My sister was coming down. They were both both bringing their partners. And I didn't even feel like I could ask if Matt could come. And I remember sitting at the dining room table, and, like, knowing me, I pop off, right? So... I just all of a sudden snapped, like listening to the conversation, you know, my parents asking my brother and my sister about their partners or talking to their partners or whatever. And I just fucking threw my fucking plate and I was like, this is fucking bullshit. Like, I can't even bring my boyfriend who I've been with for six months, blah, 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 blah. And just like going off that year. That's insane. Yeah. 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 Plate went up in the air and everything. Oh, got all over the wall. Well, that's how you do it. That's <laughs> Grandma and Grandpa it. at the table. Like, they were, everybody was like, what the Grandma fuck? Was like, my bitch, let me bring hey, my boyfriend. Jesus. And, like, the thing is, like, to, to be to be fair, like, they probably, th- that was so out of the blue. Like, they were not expecting that. Right. But, like, my inner turmoil of, like, I want to share this day with my partner, my boyfriend, right? Mm-hmm. And I didn't even feel like I could ask. Yeah. Right. And that's why, and like, no one said anything to me about being gay or anything, but it was just like this, like, inner anger that I was like, why isn't my fucking boyfriend here? And why isn't my family asking my boyfriend about details or whatever? You know what I find funny in Latino situations? Mm. We never ask. We never ask. This is my friend. I have a coworker. She's in her 60s. Well, next coworker now. In her 60s. 
She's always had roommates. <laughs> she's always had roommates. female roommates. And they live together. She's had maybe three female roommates, 10, 15 years living with each other. One bedroom condos. <laughs> and I'm like, okay, it's just, just a roommate. And right. I think a lot of the Latinos, we tend to do that. You never really introduce them as your partner. You kind of just, that's my friend. And... Oh, my friend's showing up for, you know, oh, he's with me or whatever. It's just never, yeah. it's obvious, you know, but, and then eventually the family kind of either, you know, gets into it or just let it be and keep it moving. Right. right. You know, they never question it. I, and sometimes those un, <laughs> like, unasked questions are a blessing, right? Like, yeah. <laughs> oh shit, the, you know, I don't have to explain this. This is good. Um, but you know, nonetheless, it can be very traumatic. Yeah, you know, like experiencing the holidays with family, being a gay person or a member of our community. You know, in, in whatever stride you 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 walk in, uh, it can be very traumatic. You know, but same question for you: Do you think that you would um, deal better today than you did fifteen years ago? Yes. Yeah. Absolutely. I think. Uh, I- around the clock around the block from 50 at this point but i think uh experiences right mm-hmm. experiences and had i known then what i know now oh, the old god. adage right oh my god shit i've been now, a millionaire now, yeah yeah and i could what you assume what uh, who's paying my bills oh that's what i thought exactly you know and and, and then that, that was a big part of my growing up with especially my mother being single parent and everything for her was like what are the people going to think and what are the what is the family oh, going to say what are they going to say our... about me mm-hmm. and how oh, i raised no, yeah, you my, and my parents you know, are the same way yeah, i mean the, italian catholic like, yeah yeah it was, <laughs> it's like, that's the main reason why my dad was so oh my yeah. god what, what is my father going to think about me what what are my friends going to think about me about like, me yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah and even like extending on my mom's side it's like you know i have a pastor uncle <laughs> Yeah, but when you really think about it, it's like, I don't care what they think about you. Yeah. It's not about you. Yeah. It's my experience. It's my life. It's what I'm going through. It's like, it's not about you. Yeah. But at that point in time, it's not how we think, right? Yeah. Because we are so eagerly looking for that acceptance. Yes. Right? In a sense, we're looking for acceptance from the people that we think love us. Mm. And in, in a sense to say... I think maybe in, in ways like acceptance from immediate family yeah 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 because yeah. like for example like when my aunt kelly said to me you know i just want you to know that you're a very special part of this family i just want to look at her and be like fuck you <laughs> like what are you talking about because i suck dick you're, you're so the, do you you're the special one <laughs> you suck dick too aunt kelly like Oh my I'm better God. at it, probably. <laughs> oh, probably much better. Yeah. You know, you yeah, probably know how to tuck your teeth. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Easy other hand. Thank you. <laughs> oh, boy. Oh, my God. That's but hilarious. I, yeah, I think, you know, a lot of the things is just trying to not to. You don't really want to disappoint your parents, right. I guess, is the thing, right? Right. Um, I, don't, I don't think we, yeah. it, it's it's human nature not to want to disappoint anyone, yeah. but sometimes you just have to do it. Yeah. So, and some of us, I think we tend to realize that younger. Mm. Uh, me, my main thing with my mom was, was always that argument, you know, cause I've had gay friends since I can remember. Mm-hmm. Oh honey, we were uh, sashaying yeah. into her life. And, and my mom would be like, Oh, be, you know, the old adage, you know, in Spanish adage, be careful who you hang with. 
you know. Mm-hmm. And, there was that saying, yeah. tell me who you hang who, with and I will tell, tell you who you, who you are. are, you know. People are watching. I'll be like, mom, they don't fucking pay our bills. I always just tell her that. Nobody pays our bills. I don't give a shit what anybody thinks or questions. Right. Mm-hmm. It's They don't pay my bills. You do. That's it. I, you know, at the time, I was still living at home, you know. And I was like, I don't give a shit what people say. They with don't his long ass bills. hair. Yeah, with my long ass mm-hmm. hair looking fab. <laughs> she was but, she was uh, a cutie when she was a younger a younger we were all cuties when we were younger yeah. no you don't understand i was like oh look at him i was like okay now okay now <laughs> nah. he probably could have gotten it way back then i would have been like all right let's go find the shed somewhere <laughs> no you would have been like that's just find a window it's just fine <laughs> <laughs> no, I, I didn't know about windows back then. And, you know, we didn't have COVID, pre-COVID, right? Yeah. So that's pre-COVID. So, you know, necessity is the, is the mother of all inventions, right? Yep. It's what they say. Isn't that the saying? So they say. I don't know. Maybe. Yeah, something yeah, like that. So, all right. Well, listen, uh, since we're there, um, why don't we take a break? Uh, welcome back. We do have a couple of stories that we want to cover with you all. So um, we'll leave you. We'll be right back. Okay. Stick around. All right, ladies and gents, we are back from our break. Thank you so much for allowing us to uh, take that. We needed it. Look, we had a refresh and do all that good stuff. But we are back. We've got a couple of stories that we want to cover with you. Uh, First and foremost, we want to jump to, uh, well, both stories are based out of D.C., of course. You know, politics is a a bit crazy right now. But I want to talk about Representative or... I, don't, I, I wouldn't even categorize him a representative, but George Santos, he's back in the news. So um, George Santos could actually be expelled from Congress as early as tonight. So, you know, she will be watching MSNBC tonight after the show. So the U.S. House of Representatives is set to cast a critical vote on Wednesday night, meaning tonight, um, on a GOP-led resolution to expel New York Representative George Santos amid storm uh, 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 a storm of federal charges, the resolution, driven by Santos's fellow Republican from New York, materialized in the backdrop of the escalating legal challenges facing Santos, who recently pled not guilty to ten new felony charges, adding to his initial 13-count You know what? Fuck the Republicans. Honestly. I mean, if they can actually let Trump run again... Well... There's there's two measures right now in two different states that are challenging whether or not he can even be on the ballot because of the fact that um, he participated in a sense in an insurrection towards you know against the the U.S. government and so that is actually probably going to end up in the Supreme Court and I would love to see how that's going to all end up but mm-hmm. you know uh, if. Santos um, is expelled from Congress. Obviously, this would be a good thing. You know that this man has lied. This man has done so many, so many horrible things to get himself elected and put into office. Not only that, you know, in the midst of everything, he is a person who we know um, is gay, right? Has to be. I mean, there's pictures out there of him, you know, dressed in drag. And, you know, my thing is this. If this person gets voted out of Congress, it would be a great victory, regardless of who initiates the 
the bill to push him out of Congress because, you know, he lied to his constituency. He committed fraud, right, given the allegations that that are being, you know, pushed against him. He committed fraud and used monies that he wasn't supposed to towards his campaign. And in a sense, you know, I mean, it's a horrible thing. The man is just horrible. He doesn't belong in Congress like many other people. For example, Marjorie Taylor Greene, uh. you know, Matt Gates. None of these people belong in Congress, yet they are there. And it's just a stark reminder that we are living at a time in our in our history, because eventually this will be history, where people like this get elected by their constituency and actually put in Congress to push legislation that is trying to oppress peoples, regardless of their backgrounds, but specifically members of the community. And it's horrible. It is absolutely atrocious. And, you know, the only thing I can say about the story, which was obviously published on The Advocate, that uh, for the expulsion bid to succeed, a substantial two-thirds majority is required uh, in the House. Uh, this translates to 289 votes out of 433 current members, assuming all are present, establishing a significant threshold for the resolution to actually garner approval. I can tell you that you know the entire Democratic caucus most likely will uh, file or or vote in favor of ousting Santos because they've wanted that since day one. Uh, but earlier attempts to expel Santos, particularly an initiative by a gay Democrat from California, U.S. Representative Robert Garcia in May, underscores uh, the um, intricate political landscape surrounding this case. However, those efforts didn't culminate in a vote, right? Because in order for the vote to come to the floor, you need a speaker. And the speaker at the time, Kevin McCarthy, wasn't trying to have it because he needed that vote to survive. I don't know what, because then he eventually ended up getting kicked out of the speakership anyway. And now we have another speaker. He's an asshole. Who is an extreme asshole, who is even worse than Kevin McCarthy. Um, And, you know, this is this is a scary time to live in America, given, um, you know, what what's happening. We didn't have a speaker for about almost a month. Mm -hmm. We have a pending shutdown of the government that's about to happen in another three weeks. And there is. talks about far-right Republican candidates. Bless you, darling. Sorry, Bless you. It's allergies. okay. It's I okay. She's got a Republican allergy. I, shit, we all do. Um, <laughs> but there's also, um, you know, talks about or, or rumors that Republican um, congressmen and women are actually trying to hijack the appropriations process um, to, you know, come up with a budget to keep government open as a means to actually introduce legislation that would prevent um, funds, government funds, from being issued to any um, body or any type of agency or any type of advocacy group that would favor or support LGBTQ rights. Mm -hmm. And it's staggering. And it's crazy and it's scary. 
And, you know, we're, we're living in, in a very uncertain time right now where the House is fully controlled by the Republicans. And we don't know where we stand as far as citizens of this, uh, of this nation, right? Are, are we second-class citizens? Um, do we think that, you know, this is something that we're going to be able to actually overcome in the 2024 general election like what's gonna happen and for me i think george santos needs to go and i hope that that happens tonight but i'm i'm very worried for our youth and i'm very worried for the money and funds that are being allocated for programs to support our youth it's really scary we're living in a crazy time absolutely and i was just i was just reading uh uh, there were there were uh hold on, excuse me there was a post that went up a few hours ago talking about mike uh johnson who who had partnered with an anti-gay conversion therapy group before he had entered into politics right. so this is just some of his background before yeah. and his wife believe it or not <laughs> actually um participated in and was part of a group that um promoted anti-lgbtq rhetoric and she actually deleted the website that that was part of that group as soon as he became speaker yeah like they don't want this to be an issue but yet here you are supporting all these initiatives yeah the group compared uh homosexuality to bestiality exactly yeah (laughs) it's it's scary it is fucking scary shit that they're that they're stating so and i can tell you from experience what lays in my bed? It is no beast. Oh, he wow, be, he can be a beast. Mm. It can be a beast, but not in the literal sense. I mean, I don't know about you, Jay. You know, what beast do you lay with nowadays? <laughs> I'll ask her when I get home. <laughs> I'll tell her a reply later. No. Uh, yeah, yeah. Uh, what about you, Trish? Do you have any beast in your bed? Yeah, yeah. What kind of beast? Oh, Do he, tell. He's new. Oh, he's, he's oh. Ooh, he, hasn't, he hasn't been named yet. How many batteries oh. does he take? No. None, actually. It's uh, what? what? It's not. It's solar powered. <laughs> no, no. It's just. Uh, Are you jumping on the you know whole like uh, clean energy <laughs> bandwagon? Yeah. yeah, totally, totally. <laughs> oh my god, I love it. It <laughs> sticks right to the wall. <laughs> oh. I'm telling you though, how's a suction cup on that thing? Though it's great because you know walls can be very porous and it's hard to like stick things to walls. Oh, she sticks. Does she's got a sticky thing that you can wash off and just restack? Mm. Yeah, I mean, yeah, I love her. Uh, oh, it's a her. Well, it's a him. It's definitely a him. <laughs> but you know, I call all of us her. So. Yeah, I know. I know. I'm, I'm. I'm teasing. I'm teasing. Her name is Steve. <laughs> of course it is. Is uh, it a mold? Steve, is it an actual Steve like real life mold? N. No, no. But it's a it's a Steve N N. Not a Steven. Steve N. Steve. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. No. Oh Lord, have mercy. God. God. Oh Lord, to be a fly on that wall. <laughs> no, you don't want to be. <clears throat> no. I feel like I would get um get a, somebody will get a fly swatter. Is that what it is? And just like slap me dead. 
Yeah, no. <laughs> Definitely in that house. It used to be pretty, but now it's just like, all right, we got to get this done. Pound that out. Yeah. That's it. Give keep, it to me. Keep. Man, that last that, shot got me. Keep that elasticity going. <laughs> all right. Well, listen, uh, to further um, expand on the story, um, I just wanted to let you know uh, that, you know, Democrats uh, demand that Biden and leaders of the House and Senate actually reject any anti-LGBTQ plus riders in any funding bill that they're going to be proposing in the House going forward uh, because, you know, we, we have to keep the government open in, in two weeks. Mm-hmm. And so the fear is that these right-wing, you know, Republicans are going to try to sneak in um, amendments to a bill that will avoid members of our community or specific agencies from receiving funding that ordinary, ordinarily they would, you know, have allocated to them. So... Uh, we'll see how this all plays out. Um, you know, will the government shut down? We just don't know. And it's sad that, you know, this is where we are uh, because, you know, in in history, really, like in modern history, we haven't seen this kind of partisanship really drive whether or not we can even keep government open. It's not something that, you know, we've seen in, in history. It's something new. I mean... I would probably think it's it's a tactic that's being used, I would probably say, in the last two decades. Prior to that, it, 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 there was never a question. Government had to stay open. It was a very bipartisan process, and it was never contentious. And lately, everything is just a fucking battle in Congress. Uh, I think it the adds problem is, yeah, like The problem it. is that they don't, they don't... The Republicans' tactics is they never focus on the issue at hand. They automatically bring some bullshit from the right hand side that has no. nothing to do yeah. with whatever is right. being presented. Deflecting. Yeah, and, and instead of just okay, let's it's address this, screen. let's move forward. Right. Yeah. But back in twenty twenty, and I'm like, come on, just you know, fucking you're here to do a job. Do your job. Exactly. You Legislate, know? motherfuckers. Yeah. And and it's uh, I don't know. It's in such, our favor. It's hard. <laughs> it's it's hard why can't you make it easy? Like, you know, <laughs> She's got a toy, and it works, and it does the job. Make yeah. it easy. Yeah, that's it. Sorry. I mean, I want the real thing, but well, when in need, that's a public service announcement. <laughs> it will come what? in time. <laughs> what do to- what does tofu and dildos have in common? <laughs> They're both substitutes for meat. <laughs> Ooh, that is a terrible, terrible but it's analogy. True. But it's true. Oh my god, I feel so bad about my life. Right <laughs> and you would have to sprinkle like so much flavor and and like l- liquid flavor on those to even get them to taste like to meat. taste like anything. <laughs> Anywho, like listen, I, I'm I'm all for people, you know, taking care of themselves and their bodies and eating whatever it is that you want. You know, your little chilly little heart wants to eat. I'm all for it. But when you have to sit there and become a vegan and eat tofu and then season it to the point where you think it's going to taste like meat, that's a problem. Just eat meat, right? I mean, if you have to go through all the efforts of taking something that's plant-based and you're I mean, trying some people to- people have to do that, though. And you try to like make it- Tastes like meat. I just don't get it. Yeah. I mean, you're right. 
right? Some people have dietary yeah. needs that, unfortunately, where they that's, can't eat. But meat. that's understandable. It's like right. you know, it's like being a diabetic. You can't sit there and eat six pounds of candy, right? <laughs> you know what I mean. So you have to make those changes for your health. But it's not something that you just choose to. Like, make. here's my thing: if you, if you have to eat tofu, eat the fucking tofu. The way it comes. That's what you can eat. Oh God! The moment you have to sit <laughs> there like and spice tofu, it up, believe it or not, I like. Of tofu. course you do. In between yeah. your toes or the actual tofu. <laughs> That's where it gets the tofu. <laughs> so, the, but the moment you have to sit there and try to season it so that it can taste like something yeah. that you're not allowing yourself to eat, that's kind of sad. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I don't know. I feel like I'm gonna get feel, a lot of I hate feel mail. Like it's, no, I think it's back. Yeah, it's, it's like you're going backwards. Yeah. Yeah, it's like because that only leads to that's the same thing I said temptation, about the, right? Like that's the same thing I say about the, what is it they call the, now those burgers? That they, the Impossible Burger. Yeah, the Impossible what? Burgers. What? It's like I had one of those, never again. So so here's it, a, it was yeah, okay. Yeah, but I was like, no, bitch, give me the beef. Where's the beef? I'm like, yeah. like little old lady from the 1985 commercial. Where's the beef? <laughs> give was, it to me. <laughs> I want the meat. I was watching a video on Reddit today. No, of course you were. About, <laughs> about uh, why are we not surprised? In, yeah, in the UK. Um, so the the kid has been vegan since he was like 13, right? Oh Jesus! So they're at a fa- they're they're at his parents' house and. His friends He's definitely are with not gay. Yeah, his parents are with him. They're re- there, and one of his friends is then she's recording, and the mother's telling him, "You were thirteen when you were saying you were vegan, and you look so scrawny and sickly." And she's and she tells him, "I've always put meat juices in every food I've given you." <laughs> oh my god! So the argument was like, "Mom, that was a life choice I've made." And you're telling me you've been giving me meat juices? Listen, every while time you're in my house, dinner, I'm your mother. Yeah, that's and you eat what I provide. That's exactly that, what she told him in, in that sense. It is my responsibility like, while you're under my care to feed you. To feed it's you like my big sure fat Greek wedding. All yes. right, okay, no, you vegetarian, don't eat meat? you vegetarian, we'll have lamb. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. Did you know uh, uh, my big fat Greek, my big fat Greek wedding three is coming out? Yes. Yeah, we have to watch it. I Definitely. feel like it's just going to be more diluted, but whatever. It's supposed to be. Yeah. Yeah. It filled in Greece, isn't it? So we were watching. By the way, Halloween was this weekend, and Nick and I had a, a Saturday preview uh, outside with the with the whole fire, and- fire, ha- and, and Halloween was yesterday. But yeah, Halloween was yesterday. But <laughs> we got <laughs> together on Saturday. Celebrations were Saturday, yeah. Right, um, and so we had a fire going. We cooked burgers on the grill, and we were watching Hocus Pocus, the original. And there was a line in the movie. And I looked at Nick as soon as it was said, and I said, if that movie were to come out today, we'd be fucked. Oh, there yeah. would be riots in the street because it was such a weird... I can't remember what line it was either. Me neither. But it was like I watching, like hearing back the dialogue of the original Hocus Pocus, which was released in 1993. If that movie came out today, it would be canceled. Like absolutely canceled. Yeah. <laughs> It's crazy, but isn't that the majority of uh, everything? That was I think that would be ninety eight percent of movies we've. Lord have mercy! Like what? What's his name? Um, um, it's not Robert De Niro. The guy with the with the bald head, and he's got like the side. He almost looks like Wolverine, but like in his nineties. He's a really famous actor. I can't remember his name. Oh, he's uh, he's always no no. He's Uh, always with Leo DiCaprio a lot of times. Um, he was in the the Witches of Eastwick. That's uh, uh. 
Lord have mercy. Shit. He, he was Michelle Pfeiffer, um, Cher. Um, he played the Joker in Batman. Yes, yes. Oh my the original, God. one of the original like Batman movies. Uh, I don't know. Fuck. Hold on, hold on, hold on. Yeah, look it up, look it up, because we have to. Um, oh my God, he hold was on. he was in that movie with. Oh, um, ah, ah. It's horrible, isn't it? He was Beetlejuice too, wasn't he? No, no, no. that's Michael Douglas. Oh. No, no, I'm sorry, Michael that's Keaton. Michael Keaton. <laughs> no, I'm talking about. Oh my god, he was like he was such a like a Hollywood star back in the days, and then Jack Nicholson. Jack Nicholson, thank <laughs> you. It. So I feel like every movie that man's ever been with, if it came out today, would be canceled. You know what? <laughs> every single one. I googled uh, anger management with, with Adam Sandler. <laughs> Because he's the therapist. And I, he's a great actor, but yeah. Oh, he is. It, Jack Nicholson. Yeah, oh, my yeah. God. But, uh, I mean, not even just actors. Comedians. If a lot of the old... Oh no, my God. still. Are you kidding me? Andrew Dice Clay would have been... Oh, what was the, was the female's name? I loved her, too. She was... Um, she's a blonde white lady. She was always talking about how she loved Black Cock. Chelsea Handler? Uh, no, no. no um, she was heavy set, right? Lisa Pimpinelli or something uh, like that. She's oh, she was Lisa. Wrong. Um, she was at Trevi last last year. Stop she, it! Yeah, she performed. I'm surprised she didn't Lisa get canceled. Lampinelli. No, she. Yeah, Lisa Lampinelli. Yeah, I think that's yeah. what it is. Yo, let me tell you that check. She would be canceled today. She wouldn't be allowed I, because that's how raunchy she was. Like she was a, a mixture between. Like Richard Pryor, Eddie Murphy, um, but just like a, on a very, very deranged, like sexist, like very vulgar. Lot, yeah. She was really heavy set, but she, she, I guess she had the lap band. So she's I'm gonna get so that. thin now. For what? For what? I don't know. My booty hole. I don't know. <laughs> Eat a carrot. Eat a You'll carrot. be fine. You're okay. Oh, yeah. One carrot's going to do it. <laughs> Lord have mercy. One big one. But uh, anyway, yes. But yeah, what we the were hell talk- are we talking we about? We were talking about Hocus Pocus, and the movie would totally be canceled today. Mm-hmm. So, and then we, I, after you left, I watched Hocus Pocus 2 outside. <laughs> and I said to myself, the jokes in this movie are so watered down because people want to be so, like, you know, cautious about what you say who you talk about who you're representing or not representing that i was like holy shit yeah hocus pocus would have totally been canceled and it's such a cult classic like can you imagine if if um rocky horror picture show never came out until this year yeah no it wouldn't happen but now everybody, it's like a thing, right? It's a thing, and because it's got it's a, a cult classic, it's a cult yeah, classic, and there's there's like this whole cult behind it that keeps it alive of people reminiscing and how you know they feel about watching something so I, I think uninhibited. It, I think it but would that wouldn't still be fly a, today. I think it would still be a see. It, it's weird because there's there's such a there's such a, like you know these low budget horror films mm. that that are out there right and there's hundreds of them hundreds and there's such a big following because there's people that have you know it kind of found its niche right, right? Mm-hmm. um with today yeah they they would definitely try to cancel it and ban it 
but there's still gonna be like all this shit that's been banned and canceled. Right. There's still a following to it. Oh yeah. It's just not right. not as now. Wait five ten years down the road, and all this shit's gonna be popping up as the new it thing. You know. Right. Like this can is you the imagine, following for this nonsense. Can you imagine what would have been like if they recorded or or produced Barbie the movie that we just saw twenty years ago? I haven't watched people. It, I don't think I don't would think get it, right? Because it, we're a completely different, you know, um, socially conscious society today. True. In many different ways, even from twenty years ago, but even worse. Imagine that being recorded in the eighties. <laughs> Barbie would have been completely different. Oh yeah, and she would have had like big, big eighties hair, 80s hair yeah. like rock bands. Yeah, it would have been completely different. So, mm-hmm. but yeah. Interesting. Interesting. Anyway. All right. Yeah. So uh, that's all we have for you today. Politics is shit. The house is shit. <laughs> shit is falling apart. Uh, call your legislators. Beg them to, you know, do whatever it is that, you know, we, we elected them to do. I had something. Oh, I, I didn't see a story in here. What I, do you have? I didn't, I didn't put it in there. Um, which is why I didn't know. But go ahead, Trish. It's all you, baby. So- of course. One more thing. <laughs> You know what? Just no. Go for it. Go for it. Uh, I love you. Did you guys ever like? Probably not. But did you guys ever search like how to know you're gay? No. Like on Google or like am I gay on Google? No. Okay. So that was a thing I did. Okay. When I was younger. Um, was Google around when you were younger? Oh, I forgot. By the time I was like. 14, 15, uh, we had the first computer. It was dial-up. Oh, my God. H-T-T-P-S. A-O-L. How do you know? Welcome to America Online. And so, I don't know. You've got mail. I did, yeah, yeah, yeah. And every time every time you signed into AOL and you didn't have mail, you were like, no one loves me. Oh, my God, I am the chats. Oh, yeah. But anyway, so like I guess since two thousand and four, we really used our imagination then yeah, to yeah. whack off. Yeah, we did. <laughs> so since two thousand and four, there has been a huge increase, um, uh, one thousand three hundred percent increase in Google searches asking, "Am I gay?" or "Am I a lesbian?" And recently, there's a lot more about "Am I trans?" How do I know I'm trans? And I just found it really interesting because I remember when I was a kid. You know, thinking like, am I really gay? Like, how do I know for a f- like, like, where do I go and ask? Like, well, like who? You know what? How do I know? Right? Like, yeah. I, at least I, you I, had the foresight to go to Google. Well, I had it. I guess you did. You had it. Okay, so you? <laughs> no, I had like Google. Like, <laughs> <laughs> I didn't get a computer until I was That's like. That's my point. You were probably already out banging people behind the shed. Oh, of course I was. Yeah, exactly. Clearly. Um, I was so, already at bars yeah. drinking. Yeah. But so I find it really interesting because there are a couple states in, in uh, America where there are really high rates of asking, am I gay, am I a lesbian, or am I trans? Which ones are they? I'm just going to, what do you guys think? Okay, so state number one, so the the top, right? I'm probably going to say it's got to be either New York, California. Wrong. Okay. Jay, Uh, guess? Minnesota? No. 
So, the uh, within the top five, Iowa. Okay. Oh my God! I was oh, say Middle Iowa America. Was my, I was going to say Iowa. Iowa is oh, my those, second choice. Those Iowa Indiana, oh, of oh, course. Shit. Okay. West Virginia, and oddly, New Hampshire. Huh. Now here's my thing, right? So I think this is mainly because they're those are the highest probably because a lot of these kids don't feel like they can talk about it. Right. And so they're secretly trying to figure it out themselves. Well, red states though, right? Well, New Hampshire is not a red really, state. But it's really more good. rural, like, right. yeah. you know, maybe not so much access, but... Yeah, that's no big cities in mm-hmm. a lot of these states, right? Mm-hmm. Just I mean, N- I Nashua. Say- is it Nashua that you call? Isn't that one of, like, the bigger cities in New Hampshire? Yeah, but that's... And it's closer to the border of Massachusetts than it is anywhere else in the state, yeah, right? Yeah, but the the rest of the state is sticks. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you know what I mean? It's like, well, th- there's I, I think, more. Th- I mean, there's more. I'm not I'm not talking down on the state, but they make I syrup think, up there, dude. Oh, absolutely. That little trash buckets on every tree. Look, I would love a New Hampshire lumberjack <laughs> any day. Yeah, uh, I will climb your tree, and I will maple syrup. I'll take it too. Yeah, um, I will drain your syrup every day. Um, I will drain your sap. But the reason I was thinking, you know, I think like this is probably why, you know, you're facing, you know, society norms and like you can't really talk to anybody. You don't have somebody to go to. What is one of the last five top ones? The last five. Think about it hard. The last five. Yeah, we've talked about, we've talked with a couple different groups from the state. Utah. Utah. Utah's the last. Utah is in the top five. In the top five of states yeah, that search. Yeah. Right. And, and given and given I, that it's traditionally conservative and uh, traditionally and, Mormon. Right. Um, which recently the Mormon church. Yeah, well. Whatever. You know, we still have to talk about, you know, mama dragons and, and daddy dragons. It's dragon, dragon dads. dads. I, we keep calling daddy, daddy yeah, dragons. Yeah, when they were on the show, they oh were like, God. yeah, that's fine. Well, I was we like, because they were daddies. I was like, ooh. Mm-hmm. But anyway. <laughs> No, I just found it really interesting, I, you know, because... So Utah, okay. Um, so we got Utah. I'm thinking maybe uh, um, West Virginia, you said? West Virginia, yeah. Um, is Alabama on there? Yep. Oh, God. No, no, no. Iowa, India, Indiana, West Virginia, New Hampshire, and Utah are in the top five. Top five. Mm-hmm. And the bottom? Do we have uh, a bottom? That, that I don't know. But I just... Right there. Oh. Oh. Um, but it's it's it, i just found it really interesting that like all of the, all these kids you know that are between the ages of 16 and 24 are googling this information because they don't they don't think or know where to get the access right. to the information they need or have the conversations with the people that they need right. um and it's sad that we're see well one i think we're seeing a huge spike because you know we are you know far more socially accepting um and than we've ever been in history yes in ways um right. but also you know there's far more access to right. the internet um i just like i don't know like i wish i could just be like you know talk to somebody you know like Google P flag, Google like uh, you know a gay straight alliance, yeah. Google HRC, pri- you Pride know. Center, like you know like how you know I'm gay. Don't re- it's like WebMD, like don't read that and be like oh I must be gay or I must be trans. I mean like that's just like one if you're googling it. I'm like, oh, like 
Probably. If you're Googling it, obviously you're, you're making an effort to try to find out more explore. information, right? And explore, which is, it's a great start. Google. But, you know, if, if you happen to be someone that's listening to the show because you want more information, there's plenty more resources that would be far um, more um, beneficial for you. Like, for example, figuring out if you have a local pride center in in the area that you live or even if it's, you know, a couple of miles away or, or a couple of hundred miles you know, find out if you have resources that you can actually access, whether that's online or through the phone. Um, there are, I can't, I can't tell you how many different resources, you know, that you can access. For example, you know, we always talk about the Trevor Project. Mm-hmm. Uh, and we talk about the great work that they do in preventing suicide. But the Trevor Project is not all about just suicide. You can go on the Trevor Project website and find amazing information about resources that may be local to you um you know you can go on the hrc website and look at you know resources that may be available at the national level you can speak to someone on the phone um and and really explore what kind of you know um information you're looking for and you know and and help you drive an informed uh, decision as to where do you land right in the spectrum of being a member of our community and most importantly, you don't have to figure that shit out right away. It's yeah. a journey. No. Take the fucking journey. Just explore and do different things. You know, surround yourself with different people. Have um, conversations. Like, literally. Right. I think that, that there are two more, like, points I want to hit in this article um, that I thought were pretty poignant. And one was the fact that a hu- another big search term was how to come out. And this was heavily identified in Mississippi and Kentucky, mm. where you have people who are, uh, cha- are challenged or are having a hard time um, finding a way for self-disclosure of their own identity. Right. right. So um, if they are Googling how to come out, God only knows what they are coming up with, right. especially in those states. So it's like, I wish that there were ways in which we could direct these you know, 16 to 24 year old individuals to resources that would actually help them have a conversation. Because I know coming out for me would have been a lot easier if I had someone like Tom, a good friend to talk to. And I did have a friend that was also gay and we were in the closet together, but we didn't figure out how to come out. But she wasn't as Puerto Rican as I was. No, 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 no. no. Um, So like, it's just like these things, I feel like that that like yes, googling is important, but like you never know what resources you're gonna get. So find the right ones, talk to the right people, go to the right centers, and then if you can't get a center, there's always centers in other states that you can reach out to. <laughs> Additionally, um, uh, in this article, they said that this should be a huge wake up call to um, uh, our legislators uh, that mm-hmm. there needs to be far more support. But even our activists, our very own activists, that fight every day in our community. Start making an effort to reaching out to these rural communities and seeing if you can help in any way, because you know sometimes well, just find ways. To, yeah, finding ways to care for the community. You know, politicians for a long time. You know, they they have their own agenda, but like when you have such a huge percentage and growing percentage of young individuals, especially in these Bible Belt, you know, central states, right. They need our help too, and like right. we continue to talk about suicide on the rise and all of that. Like people are that. Lo- people are looking for help. 
but we just need to make sure that we are providing the right help right. in every single state. Right. Absolutely. But I also yes. think about I'll, I'll shamelessly don't forget to plug in Glad. Glad, yes. <laughs> we always we Absolutely. refer to Trevor Project, but Glad. And I, I like Glad because they also have um uh Spanish language media mm-hmm. on their website. Um a lot of a lot of uh, other stuff that that's also um a lot of the work they do is transgender media, global voices, um, and and they can refer you to local area um, right. uh, resources as well. Um, again, you know, there's always those clubs you can look for mm-hmm. and areas in your <clears throat> and places in where you live at where you can try and connect with people safely. That will help you go through the process or, or figure out. When's the right time to come out? Mm-hmm. Right. And also keep in mind too, you know, not having the right access or the right information can potentially put these individuals who are most likely closeted, um, who don't don't know where to go, where to access the information they need to make determinations in their life, putting themselves at risk when they're looking for connection and may not necessarily <laughs> connect with individuals in a safe way. You could end up with situations, for example, you know, you just simply wanted to connect and you just connected with the wrong person and ended up giving yourself an STD. And then what do you do? Mm-hmm. Right. Where do you go? Um, so knowing a little bit about who you are and what's available to you will also educate you in all of the other plethora of things that you know happen in our community that we are exposed to as a result of, of just being who we are. Um, but also the resources and the strides that we've made over the decades, for example, you know, um, if you think that you are going to be sexually active and you don't really know much of our community, if there's one thing that you need to know about, let it be prep, right? Educate yourself about, you know, some of the the the, the things that you can empower yourself to make better sexual choices on your health. Um, as you explore and you move through, you know, and navigate the world of, of our community. Uh, and, you know, unfortunately, you know, you start seeing uh, a, a, a heightened state of, of cases being reported in areas and where resources aren't available and people may be closeted because, you know, regardless of their situation, they're looking to connect. Yeah. And sometimes you connect in ways that can be very risky uh, to your health. Uh, not knowing that there are options and and things that you can do to mitigate and minimize the risk to your health as well. Yes. Yeah. So. So yeah, no, I just thought that was an interesting. That article. is interesting, though. Yeah. I love it. I love it. Thank you for bringing that up. I wish you would have put that because that would have been such. You know. You know. You remember our segues? We were horrible at them. No, we were great at them. Yeah. So horribly <laughs> great at them. Yeah. I love you, girl. I love you. All right. Well, that being said, um, that I is it. Sto- no, no, I'm just fucking with you. I will fucking murder you. Um, no. Well, that being said, I, th- I think we're done for the evening. So I'm going to toss it over to Trish. I'm going to give her some love. She's going to give us Mama Kin's minute, and then you've got Ooh. on this day in oh, history. All right, everybody. Here's Mama Kim's minute. Number one: Scholastic ends policy allowing schools to opt out of LGBTQ and BIPOC books. Number two, America's first out elected officials were two civil rights warriors you've probably never heard of. Number three, Ron DeSanctimonium takes his drag band to the U.S. Supreme Court. Thank you so much um, for saying DeSanctimonium. Yeah, it's kind of hard, but I'm getting used to it now. I know, it's, yeah. it's like second nature now. It just flows off the tongue. Fucking Trump light. Okay. 
Jay Bird. Moving on. On this day in gay history, brought to you by Gay Talk 2.0, uh, the date was November 1st, 2009. The location was in Sweden. The Church of Sweden began allowing same-sex marriages. The action follows a vote by the Church's Assembly on October 22 to bless same-sex couples and the use of the term marriage. Mm. Good for you, Sweden. Yeah, you better work. Now, Sweden's always been, you know, at the forefront of a lot of things. And Hans, being from Sweden, right? Mm Mm-hmm. I think so. Yeah, he, yeah, he I is. Uh-huh. <laughs> I haven't spoken to that bitch in a while. We love him. Um, you know, he's always said, you know, how how um, progressive a lot of the, the decisions regarding, you know, marriage equality and civil unions have always been in Europe before we even, you know, understood what that concept was like here in the U.S. So, yeah. That's awesome. Awesome. All right, Jaybird. Moving on to Ooh, our announcements. announcements. Okay, if you love the show, make sure to subscribe, rate, and review on your favorite podcasting service. By subscribing, you get the latest and greatest of our show delivered right to your favorite devices or web browser as soon as the episode is published. You can support us on Patreon. <clears throat> with Patreon, you, the listeners, can help support the show with a pledged donation. The donations are collected monthly and can be in any denomination of a dollar or more. Yes, Queen. And next week, uh, we are here next week, right? Yes, we are. We are here next week. <laughs> so we are, we are looking at taking a few days off for the holidays, correct? Right. right. So next week, we're going to be recording on Monday. Next week is Monday. Yes. <laughs> it's all my fault. That's okay. Yeah. So next week, we are here Monday at 6 p.m. And we will be off until Wednesday of November 29th. Correct? That's right. right. So we're going to be taking uh, the week after... We made some um, changes. I just wanted to make sure we had the correct info. But yeah, no. So, so fault. definitely, definitely. Yeah. No, uh, the fifteenth, which is a Wednesday, is my mother's birthday. We're going to the casino. She wants to spend my money, and I completely want to, you know, just allow her to do that because she's my mother and I love her. And then Nick is going home for the holidays. Obviously, we have Thanksgiving week, so the next two weeks are going to be radio silent after next week's Monday episode. Mm-hmm. So, yep. so. We will uh, do our gobble gobble salutes next week, huh? That's right. All right. Yeah, I guess so. Gobble gobble gobble. Gobble gobble. Nick, over to you. Trisha. I can't speak. <laughs> You've got this. Until you hit the button. Thank you. All right, everybody. Get the Future Method and all other products today. <laughs> all products are doctor developed and can clean out without hurting your bum. Take confidence anywhere with the anal powder packs, which I will be doing in the next two weeks. And now increase your stretch goals with our three-piece anal dilation kit. Visit futuremethod.com to purchase your life-changing bum accessories today. Yas queen. Alrighty then. Jaybird. It has come down to time to put a ring on it. Although we've come <laughs> to the end of the road. And our show is available on our website, GayTalk20.com, under audio podcast. It is also available as a free download on Apple Podcast, Google Podcast, and Stitcher Radio. Nick, 
You can find us on social media, Facebook, Gay Talk 2.0, Instagram, Gay Talk 2.0. You can email us at GayTalk2.0 at GayTalk20.com. Tom, it's your turn. And I'm going to try not to fuck it up, uh, but, you know, too many shots, and this is what happens. If you need to reach out to us, just head on over to our website. There you can click on the Contact Us tab located at the top of your web browser. There you can leave comments, suggest topics, submit a question for the cast, or an individual host that's sitting on either side of me uh you can also call us and leave us any questions you have look at my little her arm uh via voice message we'll be more than happy to answer those questions for you on the show our phone number is uh 334 gay talk and if you need all those digits it is 334-429-8255 i want to thank you all for joining us on tonight's episode it is incredible Um, I love these bitches to death. And uh, once again, I want to thank you all and have a fantastic night. Bye. Which button is it? (laughs) Thank you for listening to this episode of Gay Talk 2.0. Tune in next time for more dish.